Ladies and gentlemen, Florence School is observer at IRENA Assembly in Abu Dhabi. I am with Sheta Bagwat, responsible for global affairs at Florence School. But we are interviewing Paul Vanson, CEO of DII, that you know as Desertec. Tell me, Paul, what are the real cost level of renewables today? Today, not last week or last year. Well, uh, it is a very good uh, topic to talk about. And I'm it's sure. a very uh, happy thing as well that uh, these days uh, renewable uh, energy from solar or yes. wind is only a fraction of the cost that we had uh, in the past. What fraction? The fraction is only a few cents per kilowatt hour that really? we are talking about. If we talk about uh, photovoltaic technology, yes. Like in, in, in areas where there's a lot of sun, sunshine, we talk about two cents per kilowatt hour. Two cents, which like means $20 dollars per megawatt 20, hour. Exactly, $20 dollars per megawatt hour, Oops. like in Dubai that we see, like we see it in Morocco, and, and even countries like uh, uh, Egypt, where yes. capital costs are a little bit higher, yes, yes. they also get to like three cents. Yeah. Oh. So this is uh, now the norm for uh, the, the, the areas where there's a lot of sunshine, also like India or South America, you can talk about two cents per kilowatt hour. So they, they will stop using coal and gas? Yes, but that, that's uh, exactly right. There will hardly be anyone that would uh, invest from now on in gas or coal or oil because that's all more expensive and it brings uh, CO2 emissions which should get a penalty or should be forbidden at all. So, <laughs> we will see yeah. if it is forbidden by anybody. But okay for solar, but for wind? Well, also wind, the cost of wind, it came down uh, considerably on, on uh, onshore wind. Like uh, also we, we get like uh, levels of three cents. In, uh, we have seen this in Morocco. In, uh, three in cents Egypt. onshore or offshore? O onshore, onshore. But I also like in uh, Netherlands, in, in Denmark, we have seen a cost of something like four or five cents uh, offshore. Uh, yeah, yeah. It is, that is euro cents per kilowatt hour. So yeah. uh, the whole picture is like uh, most of the uh, renewable technologies these days are competitive. They, yeah, yeah, I'm seeing it. it. That also means they would not need uh, any subsidy. Ah. The, the main uh, issue of subsidies today yes. is not an issue of the renewables, but is an issue of the non-renewables. Right. There is a lot of subsidies still worldwide on uh, fossil fuels ah, okay, okay, okay. and on nuclear. Yeah. And if we could take all these uh, subsidies out, then we get a more, a more rational market for energy. And then solar, uh, uh, wind, uh, hydro, even biomass, uh, geothermal and so on, they would then all be, or most of them, uh, competitive. Okay, no. so you like to meet the French yellow vest to convince them to go to renewables. I, I love all the French people because <laughs> they are smart and from time to time, for whatever reason, they have a revolution or they, uh, they are maybe a little less rational, but they always find a, a very interesting solution. We will see. We, will see. we have an Indian with us, Shweta. Shweta, what do you, would you like to discuss with Paul? Uh, so, what do you see should be the next measures now that we see that the prices are dropping and uh, do you see the roadblock is access to finance or is it the 
lack of effective policy and regulation? What do you see as the major roadblock? Yeah, I think that uh, the major roadblock is, is maybe more in a soft way the uh, awareness of these costs. Okay. So that's number one. If people would be very aware of the cost, like if it's only a few cents per kilowatt hour and they have to, 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 to select uh, or to look for investments for, for uh, power, then for sure they would go for this technology, irrespective of all the regulations. The second point, of course, is that there must not be any regulations that would block the, uh, the, the, the integration of renewables as such. So the renewables should find a place in the power and energy systems. So then we talk about integration in markets, integration in infrastructure and all these kinds of things. There's a lot of practical measures that you need to, to ensure this and also the uh, the stability for investors so that uh, uh, one of the big issues always is like for investors uh, what is the, the risk in a certain country or the risk in a certain uh, market for investors uh, can I get my money back if uh, or I get, do I get a return on my investment so all kind of regulations to support this, to give some guarantees for investors, that kind of thing, that, that would help a lot. Thank you, Paul. Shweta, you lead Global Affairs at Front School. Would you conclude this podcast? Uh, I think it's been a very wonderful uh, insight in terms of the real numbers. And I hope uh, Florence School, along with Mr. Paul, can uh, sort of broadcast these numbers so that people are aware. As you rightly said, uh, not being aware of the numbers has been the biggest hurdle, so we'll try to... Uh, overcome that. Hallelujah. Thanks to Paul, Non Drive to Renewables and Irena. Thank you.